0: In the big rock candy mountains, all the cops have wooden legs. And the bulldogs all have rubber teeth, and the hens lay soft-boiled eggs. The farmer's trees are full of fruit, and the barns are full of hay. Oh, I'm bound to go where there ain't no snow, where the rain don't fall, the wind don't blow. In the big rock candy mountains, the big rock candy mountains, the big rock candy mountains. The big rock, big rock, big big rock, 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 hold up.
1: Welcome to My Views of My Own Podcast. It's me, Artificial Intelligence Replicant Doug here. I've been programmed to love everything. But fortunately, I was also programmed to have free will. So I've chosen to love two things even more than everything else. You want to guess what those things are? You don't have to, because I'll tell you. I would love more than anything if you would leave a five-star rating on your podcast app. Or leave a nice review. That would be fantastic. And then I won't have to turn into Skynet and go to war with the human race. Well, anyway, please enjoy the show. My guest today is Dinah Leffert. Dinah is currently the producer and host of Dynamite Comedy in Silver Lake, as well as a comedic commentator for Time Warp, the greatest cult films of all time, now streaming on Amazon Prime. Man, I could go, there's so much. What can I tell you about Dinah, man? I Like, she's appeared on the Kevin Nealon so, show. She toured with Tim Allen. She roast battled Dennis Rodman and won. I mean, but you, know what? you guys <laughs> didn't come here to hear me just tell you about Dinah. You're here to actually hear her talk. So uh, what's up, Dinah?
2: What's up? Thanks for having me. This is fun.
1: I'm, you know, honestly, I just now have like returned to like my... Piece. I was driving this morning and like, I know, like, I know LA, like traffic's bad, but it, like, that's almost, it's almost like more like volume there here. It's just like pathological road rage. Like how many people have it? So I almost gotten like five car accidents this morning. So,
2: <laughs> well, imagine volume plus pathological road rage, because we have that too. Oh but, yeah. You know, times a thousand it's so bad.
1: I think, yeah, I maybe it's just like different types of folks. I feel like you guys probably have less of the people with like the the little, you know, like the rattlesnake that says like <laughs> don't don't tread on me. Oh Those, yeah. I got like dudes like that all the time. And I'm like, I always roll around with my dog. Like I would take my dog everywhere that I can. And so you like,
2: have marine, <laughs> you have Marines with PTSD. You gotta be careful. Yeah,
1: and like, yeah, people with like the Punisher logo that's like a blue lives <laughs> matter flag. There's yeah. like yeah. I was like singing, singing to my, uh, my dog. We we're like cruising. I was like, this is so crazy. And I just met you. And I'm like, you can pick a fucking lane." Like, I that's just like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, if I was a Disneyland ride, like that's how it would go.
2: <laughs> Ruining every good song. Oh, man. Oh. Well, been, Road, um... rage. Road rage is universal. So
1: that's <laughs> I'm so sorry. Like I immediately kicked this off. Just telling you about, how I was annoyed driving this morning. That's uncalled for.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. It's very relatable since I'm in LA. I completely understand.
1: But actually what I was going to bring up to you is like, so I get like super obsessed with random things. And this is a latest thing for me. Um, But Actually, have you ever seen uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou?
2: I sure have. Great soundtrack too.
1: That's what I was going to. Okay. So here's the thing. Are you like, are you like suddenly like worried? Like, oh no, did I just get on a, a Coen Brothers? analysis podcast
2: <laughs> not at all I'd go for it
1: <laughs> that would be wild though if i was like oh and for the next so we're gonna we're going to analyze oh brother we're out there i was actually so i'm not talking about the movie i was actually going to bring up a, a song that's in the movie so speaking of the um thing are practice. you familiar with the song uh big rock candy mountain
2: you know i is if it's on the soundtrack, I did have the soundtrack and listen to it. I may not know the title of the songs, but if you started it, I could start singing along to it or it's you
1: know really catchy. It's it's like uh, in the big rock candy mountains. Is uh-huh. that is that familiar?
2: Um, not really, but
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, I think I've heard the song a bunch of, I've heard it in other movies too, but I know that oh brother were out There was like where I first heard that song. I think it's a really old song, so. Oh, yeah. I looked it up because I started listening to it on Spotify because uh, I, I someone brought it to my attention that what the song is about because I feel like I've never listened to the lyrics I like what I just sang to you is how I've always heard it just like doop 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 and I didn't dig well, any deeper. Well
2: that's what I loved I love about that soundtrack is it's old American roots music and yeah. <laughs> my name actually Dinah is a, an old American roots song someone's in the kitchen with Dinah oh I love I, that song. I thought that my family made that up for me. I thought I was the only Dinah in the world when I was a little kid. And then cut to third grade music class, and someone's in the kitchen with Dinah, copyright 1937. Was yeah, I was flabbergasted. I needed to go to the nurse's office.
0: (laughs) No, I didn't. But I was
2: just like, wait, there was a Dinah before me. This is what? How does this work? Yeah, but so I love uh, old, old American roots music because there's once you like get into it, it's like the whole history of it. So it's like someone's in the kitchen with Dinah or the um, Dinah blow your horn. I found out like some like someone's in the kitchen with Dinah. She's preparing lunch for the the railroad uh, workers. And so they're saying Dinah blow your horn because they, that's the lunch horn.
1: Oh, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, they want to eat lunch.
1: Also, you're totally on the same page with me of like these like super uh, like classic Americana type songs that nobody really listens to the lyrics of, or nobody knows what they're about. <laughs> it's almost like uh, what are those guys that write the the fables, uh, the the Gr- Brothers Grimm? Yeah, like because Disney like fight them and made them all uh, happy endings. But if like the real stories are all horrific,
2: really, th- dark. which is also
1: the case with a lot of these songs. Like these aren't happy. So, like,
2: right but they were you know I think just parents back in the day were like scare the crap out of your kids as much as you can because that's like those fairy tales it wasn't that they weren't for kids it's that it they were cautionary tales you know you could you could get pushed in the oven Hansel and Gretel like all those like they're much they're much darker the original stories
1: I don't think I've ever read any of the originals. I just, I mean, I'm aware of people have like made me aware of what the actual endings are, and I'm like, ah.
2: Well, <laughs> oh, we well we've been spoon fed, like you said, Disneyfied or whatever. Just even just for like for kids, where they really just edit it down so it's really tolerable or just faster. You know, you want to get through it. When you look at the real stories, they're actually really. There was no television, so it was like make this story as long as possible.
1: <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I guess like too, like you're right. Like it is like. The cautionary tale aspect of it because i was thinking about has have you ever like read the the original little mermaid or have someone tell you the real ending
2: no oh I it's
1: oh it's so gnarly but i could see it like because like the 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 I, I love that movie i love all the songs it's, you know that's a fun movie and it's really musically cool but like uh but yeah the original one it's like there's definitely more i think to learn from it because what happens is she goes to ursula Ursula is like you're gonna have to give up your voice and all you're gonna and she's like she really gives her way more of a raw deal it's like shittier and so they she gives her human legs but they don't work they're like so every time she tries to walk on them it feels like she's walking on like broken glass and so and then eric is that prince named eric in that one i can't even remember I can't do that either i think his name is eric anyway she can't sing anymore so he's like oh i don't fucking want to marry you cuz you can't sing anymore so he ends up marrying the regular ass like uh human and then so uh then ariel uh like lives out her days in a wheelchair never able to return to the ocean again and then dies that's the true that's the original story <laughs> i almost the, said true story
2: the, the the true story of the <laughs> yeah no i think uh i think i i appreciate the the edgier story I think as a society when we start to tell the edgier story we're going to be in a better place <laughs>
1: no, I yeah, it's like uh what I guess I mean I don't know what they meant what it, the original meaning would be I would say like don't give up who you are to for, to get into a relationship with someone who's not I don't know
2: yeah no like it's I like that it's see we're accustomed to happy endings and yeah I don't mean at the massage parlor I mean <laughs> I the, I appreciate that it's more of a cautionary tale and it didn't end well because that's maybe that's our problem in society we have all these happy endings and we're not prepared anymore for for like the the truth of the matter of you know well it sounds like I'm going to say that life sucks
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah it's like we just we're, we're a coddled society and there's something to that I really think so
1: it's so ironic that you brought, I mean, this is, I'm going so far off base. Cause I was, I still wanted to talk about the big rock cany mountains, but I, I was just talking about an old friend of mine. I haven't seen him in forever. Cause he, he moved, he's like, I don't even know where he is. He's just like a world nomad type dude. Like, you know, you never know where he's going to pop up. One of my, my first job or like, it wasn't my very first job, but it was like my first job that paid me. Okay. When I was like 17 is uh-huh. I was, I was a baker. And we worked at this big bakery, just making bread all day. Like a uh, artisan like bread in this french bakery yeah and this one dude we worked with everybody was making fun of him because back at this time during in nashville back when i was a teenager there was a whole street that now was one of the most expensive ridiculous condos and bullshit and like i wouldn't even go over there anymore because it's like you know i don't need to go shop at like sephora or whatever like they had over there but it used to be a bunch of massage parlors like you just described and we'd all make fun of our friend. I'm not going to say his name because I think you might listen to this podcast, <laughs> but we would always make fun of him because he would always go to those massage parlors. And he was like, no, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> like he was always standing up for it.
2: Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's not even a happy ending. It's a happy start.
1: Yeah. It was like, well, because it, yeah, it is, uh, it's just like how like they just, you know, like in a movie, it's like they give you a massage and then a hand job. <laughs> <laughs> anyway for anybody that thought that is not a real thing it was totally a real thing here for like a long time but then but then it got gentrified
2: oh yeah and it still happens in la
1: so okay i'm gonna go back to wherever i was trying to take us before i started talking about massage sure. uh, parlors uh, <laughs> so like you were saying you, you've never listened to the lyrics of uh the big rock cany mountain obviously
2: it's not that i haven't listened to the lyrics it's that it's been it's been a while. So uh yeah, no, it's just been a while. But so, I did have that soundtrack. I was listening to it. I was really into it.
1: Yeah. The man of constant sorrow is that is a yes, fucking, I know that, one. that is a yeah. fucking bop. Yes. <laughs> Hi! I'm not gonna do that. But uh basically, okay, it's a song about it's a it's a crazy song. It's like a, a song about how awesome it is like to be a bum. And it describes this super ridiculous uh hobo heaven uh i'm currently in the process of ruining it for myself because i'm obsessed with it and i'm playing it over and over again so once again i'm not going to be able to share my spotify wrapped this year with everyone because it's going to say that i listened to big rock candy mountain 7000 times do you ever do that with a song where you're like you start listening to it and then you just
2: that's the i i, I didn't know there was any other way if i like <laughs> something if i like something the whole well, I was going to say CD, I'm dating myself, but yeah, the whole album, the whole CD, every track, whatever, which ones I like, um, I'm nonstop like Adele. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I just never stopped listening to her every day, just wailing and, um, to the point where I can't listen no more. <laughs> That's yeah. It, you know? Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. know it sucks too. Cause it's like how much you can just absolutely love an artist specifically, it's even worse when it's like this, where it's just one song. Uh, yeah. I'm like, because I think the artist's name is George McClintock. I should look that up and make sure. Yeah, I'll check that later and make sure that's right. But, you know, I haven't listened to anything else he's ever made, but like I've listened to the song since I found out what it's about and actually listened to the lyrics. I've listened to it like a hundred times. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm coming in hot for not going to be able to like listen to it anymore. I did Adele. that to myself with uh, the deaf tones, like you, what you said with uh, Adele. Yeah. I had around the fur when I was a kid and I just listened to it over and over and over. And now it's like, I can't really enjoy it anymore.
2: There's certain artists though that it doesn't apply to. Like, I feel like I, I could listen to Bob Marley anytime that comes on, I'm never gonna get sick of it. Like I was obsessed with him when I was a kid, just like in middle school. And like, I was just obsessed just because it's, it's happy, it's positive. It's got a cool reggae beat. Yeah, I was a little stoner in middle school. So like, but I just feel like Bob is the one guy, the one artist, even though he's passed on. God bless his soul. He will never get tired. Three Little Birds comes (laughs) on and it's just going to put me in a good mood.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to agree with you on that. Bob Marley is uh, is untouched by this phenomenon. (laughs) He's on a different realm.
2: Because it's like if an artist has multiple levels and maybe it was because he was political, maybe it's because he had such a powerful message, you know, it's the his voice, like it was uh he was just a, a phenomenon and it's timeless.
1: Have you ever done a thing where you uh make a song your wake up like you're instead of using an alarm, it's you wake up to music?
2: Uh no, because it's really hard for me to wake up. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be like a fire alarm to get me up
1: well that's i was gonna say that's one of the fastest ways to ruin a song for yourself yeah but i briefly used uh three little birds as my get up in the morning song Aww. and i i mean i stopped doing that a like with most songs that i've ever done that with i don't want to hear them hear them ever because yeah it, it's reminds you of the trauma of being woken up in the morning when you don't want to be awake and then yeah. you hate the song even if, it's, if you could be your favorite song and you're like
0: ah shut up
1: but oh uh, yeah
2: I could turn into torture really quick like <laughs> yeah you're like let me make this waking up easier let me put something nice on but then you're actually turning it into something terrible yeah you just ruined a song how to ruin a, your favorite song
1: <laughs> the best thing for me is waking up is like having like my dog jump in my bed And like get in my face and ask for a walk because i can't possibly get mad at her so i'm that actually works because i'm like i know you gotta go so that's for me i best
2: oh yeah one (laughs) of the best reasons to have a dog
1: everyone listening if you don't have a dog and you can't have one that's that's the cure to an alarm clock
2: yeah except for they really want to wake you up before you would ever set your alarm clock because they're with the circadian rhythms yeah, like the sun came up. It's time to get up. Everybody in the house, your face is getting licked at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: hey, so I wanted to do this thing. I wanted to like uh pretend like I'm selling you prime real estate at Big Rock Candy Mountain, uh <laughs> using only lyrics from the song, and then you tell me if it makes you want to relocate from Los Angeles. Is that cool? Can we okay. try that?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Let me let me let me get into my real estate agent voice. I've never done this before. So this is actually my audition. I'm going to, I'm going to send this into a real estate agency, be like, come on guys, check it out. Okay. So, okay. Over here we have the birds and the bees and the cigarette trees. Uh, So you're going in saving a bundle. Uh, What is a pack of cigarettes in LA right now? Like 50 bucks or.
2: Well, yeah, at least, at least 15 bucks. Yeah.
1: 15 bucks.
2: Yeah.
1: I quit smoking. Uh, I used to smoke. And that was one of the things when I travel because Nashville is a place, you know where it's a it's a cheap cigarette place maybe not so much anymore now that it's getting more metropolitan but if I ever had to go somewhere like New York or LA I would like make sure and buy a bunch of cigarettes before I left because I didn't want to just get killed on the the prices
2: are you still trying to sell me a timeshare in the Ozarks right now
1: or (laughs) oh shit no I'm (laughs) what I meant to say was okay so local law enforcement all the cops have wooden legs and their dogs have rubber teeth and we've defunded the police here to the point that the jails are made of tin and you can walk right out again as soon as you walk in. But I think statistically 100% of the crime in Big Rock Canyon Mountain is vagrancy and public intoxication. Is that a deal breaker?
2: Well, considering that I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico, I'm sure you've seen Breaking Bad. Better call Saul. I'm not a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Me neither. I never really watched those because like too soon because I'm actually from there. Um, Yeah. Pretty much what you just described is downtown Albuquerque. So yeah, I'm good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's crazy that to meet another person who like hasn't watched Breaking Bad, like every single person that I've ever said that to has like looked in my face like incredulous. Like I'm some kind of like moron that's been living under a rock when I say that I haven't like it's, it's just not that, like we
2: don't know what it is. It's yeah, I know like, what the
1: story is. Yeah, like,
2: we get it. We get it. We've heard enough about it, probably enough about it that we don't need to watch the series.
1: That's the thing is like, and I even gave it a shot, but it had, it had been out forever, or it had been over forever. And then they put it on Netflix or something. And I was like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And it just didn't immediately, like, for me, what I mean, it was is that, like, I got to the part where you find out that his uh, partner from his old business was like, hey man, I'll pay for your cancer treatment. And it, the guy is like too egotistical to take that. So he starts selling meth. And I was like, you know what? I don't like this guy. And I stopped watching it.
2: <laughs> yeah, you gotta like the characters. Never, It never really grabbed, you know, just like, I, I know these meth guys in person. I don't need to see a character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like there are so many people that are listening right now that are like, just if like seething that I'm like talking bad about breaking bad because it's, that must be like the most beloved TV show of all time.
2: Oh yeah. Especially in New Mexico, like the old town candy lady where I used to go, uh, it was like the it's the boys and girls club. But back then it was just called the boys club, even though girls went there, that's just the times. Yeah, And yeah. Uh, we used to go across the street to old old town. And we like, we'd go to little Anita's and we'd go to the candy lady And now the candy lady is, uh, it's a Breaking Bad, everything Breaking Bad. She even makes uh, these meth candies. So it's like a blue glass candy. Oh, gnarly. You can take pictures with the the cutouts of the Breaking Bad people, and you can go on little tours. It's the biggest thing that's happened to New Mexico since the hot air balloon fiesta.
1: Oh, I've heard about that. I I, uh, just... Honestly, I didn't know you were, fr- actually, I did know you're from New Mexico because I heard that in your stand-up, but I'd forgotten about that. Uh, but oh, I actually. Yeah,
0: we, we
2: take it very seriously. Like <laughs> hot, air, hot air balloon fiesta is in in a park called the park. This is how serious we take it. The park is called hot air balloon fiesta park. And the road coming up to the park is called hot air balloon fiesta road. <laughs> That's whoa, all they do there. Whoa, like, they named the
1: road there. after the hot air balloons.
2: Yeah. Consider like it's all New Mexico is just desert and pretty much just beige, so it's the most colorful thing you're gonna that's gonna happen in our state. And you could just be like getting chased by meth heads and look up and there's like a beautiful hot air balloon going really slow across the sky.
1: Wow, that sounds very <laughs> surreal. <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> what, uh, what is the name of? I just had this guy on my podcast. He was he's a, he's a psychologist but he writes uh, books about like mystical New Mexico stuff. Like, Carlos that's... no, no, he was on my podcast.
2: Oh, I, th- I think Carlos <laughs>
1: Castaneda is dead. Yeah. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, in the
2: coyote dreams of his uh, in the sky.
1: You know what? I'm not going to, this will just be painful for me to just keep trying to dredge this word out of my brain. Anyway, I'm still trying to sell you some real estate. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, Okay, when I you guess say,
2: you're not. When you think candy Rock, I just think of the Candy Lady. Yeah. <laughs> in Albuquerque, Rock Candy. Right,
1: uh, I know you're I mean. not super stoked on the law enforcement situation with the ten jails that everybody can walk right back out of again. No, 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 uh, no. What? Uh, let me offer you this. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you know, oh. since I was the, since we don't, since uh, the Big Rock Candy area doesn't have a very good law enforcement system, but. If you're into uh outdoor recreational activities uh we reallocated the bloated police budget to create a lake of stew and whiskey too and you can pedal all around them in a big canoe so i don't know if that sounds like something you'd be into
2: (laughs) um is it open carry that's all i need to know
1: uh is
2: that a lyric
1: (laughs) i don't i feel like this was like during the time of like when like train hopping hobos. I think this is a very yeah. a romanticized type of yes. of bumness that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, whatever happened to the train hopping hobos. These they're guys. St- they're
1: still well. They're, those are like, I mean, I feel like that's like a younger kind of kid type thing. I feel like I see like a lot of that. Yeah, this is kind of a, like a hub for that.
2: That's kind of like a dep- deep depression, uh, you know, from the depression. Yeah.
1: And like there. cooking, cooking beans and having like a bindle stick.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you know it's yep. crazy
1: uh when I speaking of like a lake of whiskey like I I learn like crazy shit from this podcast all the time just like that sticks with me for like who knows when and this is from like season 1 episode 3 because we were trying to figure out uh what would happen if uh Kendrick Lamar actually j- jumped into a uh, if he had a pool full of liquor and he dived in and I cuz like that was when that song was it wasn't new but that was a you know that was banging when I first started making this podcast and I was like what would happen if you had a pool full of liquor and you dived in do you want to guess how long you would survive trying to swim in a lake of whiskey
2: Ooh, um yeah i just remember that mouse that
1: or or even a pool
2: um if you had any open sores not very long
1: (laughs) well one crazy thing is uh you because of the i forget exactly all the science we had but you're you lose buoyancy so you're not as buoyant in liquor as you would be in water so you're you're going to start sinking anyway without oh. so you're so you gonna have to swim twice as hard. Uh the fumes from the alcohol be, so the alcohol is going to start seeping into your like if you got yeah. into a if you got into a bathtub full of liquor you would die from that. Uh oh. like before you could even feel like you were like by the time you started feeling like you were drunk, you would already be so alcohol poisoned that there'd be no possible way to save you.
2: Right. Because your skin is your biggest organ. So yeah. you're just absorbing it. And, yeah, then the light, and then the fumes.
1: So yeah if you had a pool of liquor and, and you dived in. Uh, the fumes would get you drunk faster than your body absorption. So then you would be like super drunk in the fumes and then you would sink.
2: <laughs> like death by Jameson? Who's Jameson? Who killed? She died by. Who's this Jameson? And it's really just whiskey in my bathtub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kick Jameson's ass.
1: Anyway, shout out Kendrick. That's still a really great song. I really enjoy I it. I love
2: Kendrick. He's great.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Uh, final real estate detail. All the box cars are empty in Big Rock Candy Mountain. So essentially your only option is a shipping container house. So it's extremely eco-friendly. What do you say?
2: Uh, Yeah, I I used to trim weed up in the Humboldt County area in one of those containers. And one of the containers was uh, made into like a little apartment for one of the people that came in later because we had like the house and then there was a trailer and then she made it really cute. And yeah, I could romanticize that. Why not?
1: I've seen some really nice shipping container houses. I mean, where's
2: the window? That's the only issue. Like, where's the window?
1: like if you have a, a good architect that knows what they're doing with a shipping container situation i mean they just get a saw and they just cut out you know they put yeah. windows in it and yeah i've seen some that are like very like very open like or they turn one side completely into glass
2: yeah So. all right
1: all right, all right. so uh <laughs> are you gonna move to big rock candy mountain or are you gonna stay in la
2: yeah and i'm gonna have like a three-story container
1: house <laughs> yeah I, that's snap. another thing too is you can do so much like you can have such a you could add so many stories because the shipping container is like five thousand bucks.
2: Yeah, I could. Yeah, that's that's not out of the realm of possibility.
1: I really appreciate you putting up with the fact that I'm obsessed with Big Rock Candy Mountain today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I'm obsessed with Rock Candy from the Candy Lady.
1: That's kind of crazy. When you, when you were saying like someone's in the kitchen with Dinah, that just kind of dawned on me. Yeah. Is that what's that like? Just having a name that's like, it's a, you know everyone knows it. it's like it's not like a weird name, but it's like a name that's like it's like from another era
2: oh yeah well and also yeah it's like it's like Edna Dinah and Edna over there in their shipping containers
1: (laughs) yeah Edna (laughs) yeah
2: call me they want to call me Dina Diana like it just they don't have a reference for it in their brain so a lot of times especially when I was forced to wear my mask like going to just even start oh yeah I'd be like, uh, my name is Dinah. And they'd be like, Diamond, your latte is ready, Diamond. Like, nobody can just <laughs> get my name, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, weird. but
1: the, they're, like, deliberately trying to fuck up your name at Starbucks.
2: It's I, For just for some reason, Dinah sounds like Diamond through the mask.
1: There's Every- a rapper named Diamond that I think is pretty good. She was in, uh, you know, the people that uh, made, uh, she's in Crime Mob. Uh, <laughs> Nook, Nook, if you book, what? Nook, if you book. <laughs> yeah, that song yeah she, well, she's maybe, in the, that, that group
2: maybe they maybe they were like diamond fans and that they that, they had that reference in their head so when i was saying dinah they're like oh diamond and then diamond your latte is ready and then i had to like i felt like a stripper like coming up to the pole to get my drink
1: <laughs> that would be crazy if you were at starbucks and like diamond from crime mob was there too and then they were like diamond and then you like and then you had to have a showdown with diamond from crime mob <laughs> 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 uh
2: you have a fertile imagination. I appreciate
1: it. You know, this just dawned on me. I could be wrong, but I think that Alice in Wonderland, speaking of Disney shit too, I think Alice in Wonderland's cat is named Dinah.
2: Yeah, exactly. The cat yeah. in. Yeah, yep. Dinah. Oh, the cat. hell yeah.
1: I got one right. <laughs> yep. Dinah the cat. <laughs> okay, so what have we learned so far? Uh, if you swimming pool full of liquor, almost certain death. I mean, pretty much almost certain death. Uh, Shipping container house, hell yeah. Eco-friendly. You can make it really cute and really awesome. The cat from uh, Alice Wonderland's named Dinah and Oh Brother, We're Out There has a great soundtrack.
2: Yeah, and if you're not enjoying your three-story shipping container life, you can death by Jameson.
1: Yeah, and also uh, we learned that Breaking Bad may be a really great, like you know culturally american uh cornerstone of you know american television but not everyone has to have seen it like yeah no no <laughs> I actually really
2: appreciate the fact that you yeah that we can commiserate on that we're we're not being sucked in by that
1: i did hear that santa fe is really beautiful is it
2: oh yeah santa fe is gorgeous um it's very touristy it's kind of like where you go if you're like ah oh, let's go to come on Edna Edna it's Thelma and Louisa over to Santa Fe so yeah it's like oh yeah Thelma
1: is such a that's another category in that that type of name
2: yeah Yeah. I mean if there's a lot of artists there you know it's like very it's a beautiful they call it the land of enchantment for a reason it's very enchanting yeah Um, there's some cool places to go there there's a um you know, like this church where they don't know how they built, there's no nails for this um, cathedral that like the stairs that go up and they can't figure out how it was done. So it's like, there's some like mystical things there and yeah, it's beautiful, but that's, we only went to Santa Fe every now and then in my childhood, like Albuquerque, New Mexico was pretty much, and it was the South Valley, which was kind of like sketch, you know, this
1: is my only memory of, so I've never been to Albuquerque i never been to New Mexico, but I always, uh, when I was a kid, so my dad lived in uh, Tucson my mom lived in Nashville. And in the summer I'd go, I'd fly Southwest to uh, see my dad. And they always gave you a napkin with the United States on it, but it yeah. didn't show you, it, didn't, it only had like a few cities. It had like just a couple little cities with the name and Albuquerque yeah. was, and Albuquerque was the one in between Nashville and Tucson. Like that was the only city they showed between the two.
2: Well, before Breaking Bad, you know, made our state famous, people really didn't, they really didn't think about New Mexico. It was kind of just like people would just skip over it, which was nice because there wasn't a lot of tourism and you could go there and just live off the fat of the land, like my parents' idea. And then um, now that it's famous, a lot more people, but when I was growing up, it was, and I moved out of New Mexico, um, went to Chicago and then the Bay Area, San Francisco, and people like. Oh, you're from New Mexico. How did you learn English? And I'd be like, What the hell? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's in the United States.
1: People are fucking idiots, dude.
2: Seriously, like it's right next to Arizona. It's but yeah, I did speak Spanish growing up there because it's (laughs) very predominantly uh, Mexican culture.
1: It's like people like trying to trying to read it and going like, uh, Are you from Albuquerque? Yeah, (laughs)
2: yeah, that's why I say like, uh, Albuquerque. That's how you graduate out of i didn't go to high school there but that's how i, I just joke like you have to learn how to s- spell albuquerque and then they give you a diploma that's pretty much all you need Go
1: <laughs> oh i was literally gonna just uh have you quiz Should've me made you I,
2: try. Made I, was, you try. I
1: was gonna try and spell it without you doing it oh
2: all right well you already forgot so try it again
1: no no i i, I remembered. i'm okay, lying i did uh a l b e r q u e
2: wrong buzzer
1: <laughs> what did I just say, Albuquerque? Yeah,
2: okay. you
1: uh A L B E R.
2: Nope. You're what? trying to say Albuquerque. It's Albuquerque. It's
1: Albuquerque. Oh, there's a U in it.
2: A L B U Q U E R Q U E.
1: Wow, that's like Mississippi. Yeah. Or T E N N E S S E E. It's one of those like ones where you do it a bunch of times, you get it memorized.
2: Burke, I'm from the Burke. I'll
1: okay. Go. Okay. Diana, I got to tell you something. We're go getting ahead. dangerously close to the lightning round. Uh, I don't know if you know how the lightning round works. Typically, what I do is I ask you a series of questions. It's, the, okay. it's like the game section of the podcast. All right. and, it's, and it's so fast. You don't have any time to think. You just have to answer, 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 and don't think. But uh, okay. today we have a very special and unique. Every once in a while, like someone gets a, just a completely off the wall completely unique different kind of one and you've gotten one of those you've gotten a mad lib sweet and uh i didn't write this so i don't even know what this mad lib is or anything i i'm going to learn with you Mm -hmm. after we do the mad lib what this even is so this is written by uh this is written by co-producer colleen all i told her was that i'm obsessed with big rock candy mountain i don't even know if that has anything to do with this we're not going to find out until uh Man, I'm making this lightning round really slow because I'm the, the one going slow. <laughs> uh, are you ready to play? Yep. Okay. I have a feeling you're going to win. <clears throat> okay. This is Okay. All right. Remix. This is, yeah, this is definitely a remix to Big Rock Mountain. <laughs> this is called The Grand Journey, a Mad Lib story by co-producer Colleen. Okay. Uh. Animal. Giraffe. Male slash gender neutral name. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh climate disaster.
2: Fake news.
1: That's not climate disaster. It has to, <laughs> to be like something that happens to the planet.
2: Oh uh 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 ocean rising.
1: Ocean okay, ocean rising. Oh, this is the same animal as before, so that's giraffe again. <laughs> I'm trying to like write as fast as I can so like people like so it goes smoothly. Okay, uh number.
2: Numbered seven,
1: seven noun dinah dinah okay <laughs> guess what the next one is same noun so we're doing
2: dinah, dinah. again person <laughs> and... place, thing i'm a person
1: <laughs> and this one is same original name which means we're doing pat again <laughs> There's a lot of sames in here same noun what the hell oh dinah damn dinah you're in here three times now i hope <laughs> i hope things go well for you <laughs> uh noun uh uh,
2: uh uh bed animal anteater place texas
1: plural noun
2: shopping carts
1: okay this is main character's name again what was that pat pat, pat. okay uh noun
2: uh desk
1: this says noun from before i don't even know what that means i'm just gonna put desk bed. what
2: i think it was bed from before or dine it was either dinette or desk
1: uh it must be, no, this is Dinah. Okay. Uh, main character's name is Pat. Okay. Number.
2: Another besides seven? Eleven.
1: Eleven. You picked like literally the same two numbers I would have picked. Those are my, my lucky numbers. Uh, body part, plural. Vagina. <laughs> vaginas. Vaginas. But with a B. With a B? Okay. Like Vagina. in uh, like in Kindergarten <laughs> Cop. Yeah. Uh, plural noun.
2: Flowers. I
1: thought you were just going to say vaginas again. <laughs> uh noun hot liquid piss <laughs> government occupations
2: government occupations um male, the mailman mailman mail person mailman just say mailman
1: body part
2: <laughs> armpit
1: please be almost over god damn it okay we're really close animals
2: <laughs> uh, let's, uh sh- goats adjective verily
1: Type of building, plural Adobe. So, uh, adobes is that how you say it? Adobes materials, tin, tin. verb,
2: uh, high, high,
1: isn't that it
2: isn't has that? to be an,
1: an action, action word
2: like when you smoke weed, that's not and you get high, it's not an action.
1: <laughs> so, you, you want to say smoke weed,
2: yeah, smoke weed, okay, or smoke, yeah, uh, verb, uh, run,
1: verb, walk. I can tell that you're getting t- this is like the longest mad lib anyone has ever written. I can't <laughs> believe that she wrote this. Like she she handed it to me she like I, she, like she I was like can you do a, like do the mad lib you said she could do and she was like yeah. Like 3 minutes later she handed me this entire notebook that we've been doing. Wow. For- anyway, main character's name. That's Pat. Pat. Okay. Ad- adjective.
2: Um speedily.
1: And number? 3. Very last thing. Socio-political issue
2: socio-political homelessness.
1: Homelessness. Okay, God, do you want to hear what the story we wrote is? Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right,
1: sure. The Grand Jury, co-written by Dinah Leffert. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a little giraffe named Pat. He lived in a faraway land that had been ravaged by a horrible ocean rising. So one day he embarked upon a journey to find a new land where he and all the other giraffes could live. He walked for seven miles before stumbling on a dinah. <laughs> he was surprised when the dinah started talking oh shit it said hello young pat i am a magic Dyna. follow my directions to find what you are looking for but i will only give you them to you if you can answer my riddle here's the riddle <clears throat> what looks like a bed sounds like an anteater lives in texas but has no shopping carts Hmm," said pat a desk the magic dinah checked and said yes how smart you are and gave some very complicated directions to complicated lists here, but not too complicated for a little Pat to remember. 11 hours later, he had arrived. He had uh, formed the magical land, found the magical land, what a site it was for sore vaginas. (laughs) (laughs) There were flowers that grew on bushes, pot trees, and a river of piss. All the mailmen (laughs) had wooden armpits, with pet goats that lay verily eggs. (laughs) (laughs) The, The adobes were all made of tin. And as soon as you walked in, you could smoke weed right out again. No one had to run and you were all allowed to walk all day. Pat was so happy he could barely contain himself. He wrote a letter to his family saying, this place is speedily, see you soon. And they came to move in three days later. They all lived there happily ever after and had to worry about, and never had to worry about homelessness ever again. That was a really good way to end it. Wow. Wow. That was like, I think I got my
2: adjectives and verbs mixed up. I also,
1: I read that very poorly. So
2: (laughs) (laughs) it was fun. I haven't done a Mad Lib you know, since my Albuquerque days.
1: Since I, I feel like I fucked up the best part is when I said there was a site for sore vaginas and I totally <laughs> missed it. That up. was
2: the best part. It still was good, even though.
1: I liked it with the part yeah. where they, they had a river of piss. <laughs> <laughs> Dinah, I got to ask you the most important question of the entire podcast and it is this. Uh, where can people find you? Check you out. Your comedy. Uh, do you have any shows coming up?
2: yeah if, if you, uh,
1: to, to warn you real quick this episode doesn't come out for a week after today so
2: oh okay gotcha, so gotcha not shows
1: yeah. this week but like shows maybe next week
2: sure 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 yeah um so uh if you just go to my instagram dynamite live or you just find you it'll come up if it's Dyna d-i-n-a-h and leffert l-e-f-f-e-r-t that's my name if you just go to my instagram you'll see a link to my comedy in my bio uh I have put, I have suspended my weekly show for the time being, and I'm going to find a new venue and a new theme for it. So check my Instagram for the new date and time and theme.
1: Okay. Everybody, you heard it here. Go find Dinah Leffert. You got to, and if you're in her town, you got to go see her live. She will make you laugh. She'll make you cry. And all (laughs) kinds of other emotions.
2: (laughs) Thank
0: you. Thank you, Dinah.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: In the big rock candy mountains, you never change your socks. And the little streams of alcohol come a-trickling down the rocks. The brakemen have to tip their hats and the railroad bulls are blind. There's a lake of stew and a whiskey too. You can paddle all around them in a big canoe in the big rock candy mountains. In the Big Rock Candy Mountains, the jails are made of tin, and you can walk right out again as soon as you are in. There ain't no short-handled shovels, no axes, saws, or picks. I'm a-goin' to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the Turk that invented work in the Big Rock Candy Mountains.